0: to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiki and Zach Rizzuto. What's up, what's up? All right, let's get into waiver wire action. Our last, well, it's not the last waiver wire, but for a lot of us, <laughs> it's the yeah. last waiver wire <laughs> for the year. Uh, hopefully, you'll be able to make it into the playoffs so you don't have to worry about it. All right? you got a couple more waiver wires to go, uh, but this is an important one. You know, we're going into week 14, a lot of playoff hopes on the line. Zach and I are in a league together where anything can happen this week, where four or five teams, or maybe even more, six teams are vying for the last, like, four spots, uh, you know, in our league. So, like, anything can happen this week. Uh, I'm going up against Lawrence, Lord Don't Lose, on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And you know, his team is pretty good. Uh, yeah. I am so you know anything can happen. I'm I'm hoping that uh, I'm in the four spot right now, but I can easily drop all the way to eight. You know, if, if depending on how things shake out.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. I like your team. You know, I, I think it's really good. At least your core: Christian McCaffrey, Amon I'm, I'm Ross, St. Brown, Marquise Brown, Keenan Allen, Joe Burrow. You should be set there. I'm not worried about your team. I think you're gonna be fine. But I hope so. You know, you just a know. glimpse into what, you know, the experts team looks like. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> well, you know, listen, man, I, I know that, you know, looking at your team and then, you know, all, all the players that you don't have that aren't available for you this week uh, and then looking at my team, I can understand why you think that um, Yeah, it,
1: I'm going to be scraping to get by. The good thing is DeAndre Swift, you know, he's giving me a little hope I, I was in bad shape a couple weeks ago at running back and then Brian Robinson came on too and DeAndre Swift yeah. is looking like normal so not that bad and I have Devontae no. Adams he has been carrying my ass so you know if fine. you
0: if you have running back issues and you have Brian Robinson and now you have DeAndre Swift like making his way back like I would be ecstatic you know what I mean oh like, my
1: god it's been <laughs> it's been a big help you know that's the only thing keeping me alive at this point
0: let's talk about this game last night man Yeah, you know A couple of serious disappointments, right? And Uh, the first one being Alvin (laughs) Kamara, straight up losing people leagues, right? Like Mm -hmm. his usage is insane to me. Three targets, twelve carries. You know his snap count went down in four straight games, and he was sharing the load with Mark Ingram in this game. Like why? Fifty nine percent of snaps quarterback.
1: I know (laughs) it makes no sense.
0: Andy Dalton Uh, should be checking it down all day to him.
1: Right. And and that's what you expect. I mean, Andy Dalton, he looked like he was slinging it. I remember in yesteryear, it feels like forever ago, you know, that he was actually, you know, making this offense fantasy relevant. Chris Olave, those were the days for him, too. You know, he was having some good games. He was able to string them together. But recently, it's just been terrible on offense for the Saints. It, um, it could have been way better if Chris Olave caught that third and
0: eight or nine or whatever it was that turned from a touchdown. They would have been yeah. at the 10 yard line with a first down. But Chris Olave just right off his hands. Uh, you know, he was look. He he caught. He was going to catch that ball. Hit him in the hands, and then he looked down before he caught it to see if he was going to step out of bounds. Uh, yeah. And and I feel like that was a huge difference maker in terms of fantasy points right there. Could have yeah. been Alvin Kamara there. Could have been Chris Olave there. You know, there's a lot of potentials that could. Right, Rashid Shahid. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's, receiver, coming, he's coming this on a little bit undrafted rookie. Uh interesting dynasty add. You know, re, re, you know, he's been coming on a little bit, so just I wouldn't add him in redraft a dynasty like you know, he's probably wa- available in waivers. Um but yeah, man, like Alvin Kamara, dude, like I had him as my RB17 coming into this week. Right. But he finishes the RB42. And, and I I I'm worried about Kamara Like, even long-term, you know, even in Dynasty. Like, he's not looking effective right now. No.
1: And I don't want to blame it all completely on Kamara. We know the talent he is. Like, when you get 12 carries and three targets, you know, I mean, I expect a little bit more than five points, you know, 20 yards on the ground, you know, from Kamara, because, you know, that's just what we've come to expect from him. But I, I can't blame it completely on him. This offense is terrible. He's working with a backup quarterback and it looked like, you know, they're able to put lipstick on the pig for a little bit with Andy Dalton, that quarterback that's, you know, fallen off and the the lips have gone chapped. This offense sucks. Um, I I think I'm not as worried about Kamara, you know, for next season as I would be maybe, you know, like the rest of this season. (laughs) The rest of this season looks like it's going to be tough. I mean, he has better matchups coming up. He's had some tough matchups these past few weeks, but he's on by now and he's not going to help you obviously get into the playoffs. And honestly, maybe him being on bye is a good thing. And now you don't have to worry about should I start him or not this week because he's let you down these past few weeks. And I'm not sure what the ceiling is anymore. I remember earlier in the season I said this offense didn't look like it was going to be good for Alvin Kamara. And then he ripped off three top 12 or right around there. You know, He was an RB1 for like four weeks, and then he just went back yeah. to doing nothing. So mm-hmm. I don't understand what that's about. Maybe if he goes first quarter of the season he wasn't good, then the second quarter he was. Third quarter he wasn't, and now fourth quarter he is like, I don't know. We'll have to see. But I'm not expecting too much from him moving forward. Really disappointing. I, you know, you drafted him to be the RB1 that he's been the past few years, and he hasn't been that at all.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I mean, like, I'm looking at the schedule. Atlanta, Cleveland, you know, not bad. You know, I would yeah. start him as an RB2. But he's not He's not winning leagues right now.
1: No, he's not. he's not winning leagues. No, he's not winning weeks. He's losing <laughs> weeks. That's what he's doing. I said, like, the usage is just terrible. And like I said, with Andy Dalton, the quarterback, what are you doing not giving him at least five or six targets in a game, you know, just out of the backfield? I don't care if it's on a screen or if it's on a little out route or just, you know, a a slant. You can line him up up at receiver. We've seen Kamara. He can, you know, catch passes. He's the talent that they need, but they're just not using him. Uh, I'm not sure what the offense is about. Like I said, the team just sucks. I don't think this is exactly the problem that Damian Pierce is having. I think Kamara's talented. The offense isn't as bad as the Texans, but it's bad enough that nobody's getting anything done.
0: What's going on with Mike Evans, dude? Four catches, fifty nine yards, only four targets. His his he has four straight games of 60 yards or less. What's going on? And no yeah. touchdowns. He he hasn't he hasn't scored a touchdown since week four.
1: Yeah, that's just that's really confusing. And again, this goes back to the team not being as good. You know, up until three minutes left in the fourth quarter, the game was 16-3. to They hadn't, you know, reached the end zone at all. And then Tom Brady just pulls his clutch gene out. And, you know, he goes and runs two offensive drives to get them back in the lead. And then they win the game. But Mike Evans, the entire game, Chris Godwin, again, had 13 targets, which is just ridiculous. He's been on an absolute tear with target share and getting targets. And he's catching them. He's producing, too. Um, it was a little bit quieter for Godwin, but that was okay. But Mike Evans... Is he in Tom Brady's doghouse? Like, you have to wonder what it is. We've seen him, you know, thrive with Tom Brady at quarterback. And we knew that he was going to be a bit volatile. That's the way he's been throughout his career. You know, he has on days and off days. But recently, it's just been bad day after bad day. So I'm not sure what to expect from Mike Evans moving forward. I'm not really comfortable starting him as a wide receiver one. I'm not really, honestly, not even that comfortable starting him as a wide receiver two. You know, at this point, I, I think a flex play would be more appropriate the way that he's produced these past few weeks.
0: It's so crazy. It's so crazy to say that. Um, yeah. And on top of that, he's, he gets San Francisco next week, so yay.
1: Stop sledding. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, not great. Leonard Fournette returned in this game. He saw 16 touches. Rashad White had 15 touches. It was a 60-40 split in terms of snaps, and Fournette ran 11 more routes than White as well. So Fournette Led this backfield in snaps. He ran more routes. So this is far from a Rashad White takeover. And it it makes sense to me because I didn't think White did enough to prove that he deserved to fully take over this backfield. Uh, He also lost a fumble in this game, so that doesn't help. Uh, I had White ranked uh, over Fournette this week, and it only worked out because he ended up catching that game-winning touchdown. Um, But going forward, these guys will probably be ranked as – borderline RB2 options you know and I will have Fournette ranked above White you know he had both goal line snaps that last touchdown by White isn't really considered a goal line snap by the way that was outside the five yard line uh and Fournette had a far majority of the two minute snaps as well uh in PPR leagues like they'll both be solid because it looks like Tom Brady just wants to dump it down all game long but they have San Francisco they have San Francisco next week Like I said, so I I won't be looking to start. I won't be excited to start either uh, unless I'm in a pickle and I need a PPR flex play. Like, for example, you, like your your situation this week, you would gladly start either, wouldn't you?
1: (laughs) Yeah, if I had him. But I I am combing the waiver wire. Like I said, I've got a long (laughs) list of guys and I have no fabs. So I'm just hoping I pick up one of them. But with (laughs) Rashad White and Leonard Fournette, it looks like the offense is running through them with Tom Brady. And you wouldn't expect to hear that about Tom Brady offense. I mean – these two running backs, they're going to be able to get it done for you each week. You know, it's not going to be an incredibly high ceiling, but their floor is comfortable enough, like you said, that they're going to be, I think, a solid flex play. Um, if you need to, as an RB2, that would work just fine as well. They're just not going to have upside like other guys. Um, but the way that they're getting targeted, you know, they each had at least seven targets. And Rashad White actually edged out Leonard Fournette despite him running more routes last night. He had eight, eight targets and he scored that touchdown. So, if this offense can just get its feet under itself, which it had a really hard time doing last night, but it did actually catch up, you know, it seems like the only weapon in the passing game that's working right now is Chris Godwin. Maybe you could say Kate, Otten, but he's been, you know, a situational contributor at best. The running backs, I think, are the most, you know, reliable part of this offense that you can expect to produce for your week in and week out, outside of Tom Brady. But Tom Brady hasn't had a huge ceiling either. He's not throwing many touchdowns. He had his was his third interception. So I, I'm okay with these running backs. I, I don't think you're gonna be, you know, stupid if you start one over the other. You know, you can make a case for Leonard Fournette to be starting your lineup over Rashad White and vice versa. But um, they'll they'll be able to contri- contribute. They're flex plays, very nice flex plays, low end RB twos if you need them. But the upside is not very high with these guys. So they're pretty much, you know, just if you have nothing else, you know, you can plug them in have a pretty solid production from them moving forward. And that's what I expect the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially in PPR, uh, in standard yeah. or half point, I will be much less inclined to play either and if i'm going to play one i'm probably going to play a four net if he's going to continue to get the goal line snaps right i think that's about it that i want to talk about in this game
1: 2400 sports is an odyssey company